want to talk about the pros and cons of combining your social time with your physical activity time. That is the time that you plan to exercise, making it always a social thing, um, or the time that you plan to socialize, making it an exercise thing. And I want to talk about the good and bad that can come from that. Okay, so let me paint a picture. You have a friend that would also like to get in shape, and the two of you want to start walking together and eventually run together and eventually do a 5K together. And you say, okay, we're going to meet every Saturday and Wednesday morning um, and squeeze in a walk and then we're going to start running and then we're going to start and do this 5K and it's going to hold me accountable. It's going to hold you accountable. That can be so amazing. It can be so, so, so amazing to have um, somebody expect you to show up and somebody expect you to be there and to put that money down for that 5K and to have that accountability and have that goal to reach. But I have a question. What happens when that friend gets sick and doesn't show up for the walk or the run, or all of a sudden their schedule changes and they can't come anymore? What do you do? Do you fall off if they back out of the 5K? Then is it over for you? Is your motivation gone? I challenge you, because this instance will probably happen at some point in your life, right, or has happened, to think about what you would do in that occasion. I have suggested this has happened to my refresh members, some of them in the past. And my suggestion has been think about the fact that you've already allotted this time for walking and running and think about the fact that you've already made your schedule so that it works for you. It's really sad that your friend can't make it sometimes. If they totally drop out, that's really sad and that sucks. But that doesn't mean that you should scratch that part of your schedule off of your schedule. If you don't feel comfortable wherever you are, whenever it is, going running alone or walking alone, or you just don't have the appeal, that's fine. Being consistent with your health is not about doing the same exact thing over time. It's just about having a time that is set apart, that is stamped in your life for your wellness. So maybe you're not going running during that time anymore, but maybe you're saying, okay, I'm going to do a yoga video at home, or I'm going to find another class somewhere to take, or I'm going to... Um, walk up and down the stairs in my house and do some push-ups and sit-ups during that time. And, and maybe I won't have the stamina to do it for the whole hour I was meeting my friend, but I'll just do a little bit. And you know what? That would be amazing because that is you flexing your muscle of being consistent with your own health. It is so fun to have accountability buddies. It is the best. But I have to tell you, over my time working, especially in the last three years, working with people in my refresh program, Accountability buddies are magical, but they're also, it's really hard to stay consistent, especially with the population that I'm working with, which is parents of young kids. It's really hard to stay consistent. And it's beautiful. Nobody holds it against each other, but it just means that you don't have that, that partner consistently that you, that you might want. And so I think that it can be really good to remind yourself that, yes, it's wonderful to have a friend, but I can also do this on my own and set this time apart for myself. Another person I'm thinking of right now is, is a current client in the refresh who is in physical therapy, but will be graduating soon. And we talked about saving that time slot. She's already used to taking two hours out of her week to go to PT. So she's going to keep that time slot open for exercise. I know it's so tempting to fill it with grocery shopping, laundry, cleaning, whatever, picking the kids up early because you miss them. I know because I live this too, but try to keep that, that time for yourself. Even if the time shrinks, you try to keep it, you try to stay consistent. Okay. So that was, I don't know if that was a pro or a con of um, socializing with uh, exercise, but 
there it is. One really magical thing though, about if you are somebody who gets uncomfortable trying to meet people for coffee or a drink, cause you feel like you're just sitting there staring at them the whole time and that can get uncomfortable. Walking together as your means of socializing, of connecting, of having a meeting can be really nice. Cause then you're not sitting there staring at each other. You're walking, you're looking out. You can don't have to worry about your eye contact. You don't have to worry about if you're sitting awkwardly. You can just be moving and thinking and it can make some really deep conversation. So I think that's a huge pro of combining your social life with exercising. Looking back on what I've been saying in this episode, I'm pretty sure that the takeaway, I hope the takeaway is that you should, I encourage you to get as many people on your list as you can who would take a walk with you while talking, who would go to a class with you as a way of hanging out, but also don't depend on it because it might not be consistent. It might not be as beautiful and magical as it was when you were in your 20s and didn't have kids and everybody could finish work at six o'clock and meet you at the place. It might not be that way anymore. So use the inspiration, use your friends for accountability and for, for motivation. But also once you create your schedule to make time for that, even if they fall off, you can still use that time. And you can even talk to them about them using that time, even if you're separate from each other. So that's the nutshell is it's good and bad because it's, not as dependable as we want it to be, but it's so inspiring. So use your use your social life to get inspired to move and then keep yourself going by being consistent with yourself. All right, that's it for today. I hope this gives you an aha moment and let me know, send me messages. All right, let me guess. You've got young kids and you do all the things to take care of them. Meanwhile, your own self-care and healthcare are slipping, maybe because you just don't have the time or bandwidth to do things for you, even though you know you should. If this sounds like you, then hey friend, I see you. I am Beth August. I'm a dietitian, nutritionist, fitness trainer, mama, and founder of The Refresh, a program for busy parents where I help you feel better using food, exercise, mindset, and community. And I made this podcast for you because I want to lift you up. These simple strategies actually work for busy parents just like you who are in my Refresh community. Let's get into it. You finished a thing. You've made it to the end of this episode. First, give yourself a pat on the back for taking the time to focus on your own wellness, and then decide how you're going to take your next action step. I've got a six-month program that will help you fit in, exercise, and eat better, even while being a parent. You'll get achievable nutrition and fitness guidance in real time from a supportive expert and fellow parent in the trenches. That's me. (laughs) And just know you deserve to feel better. So I really think that you should join this program, find your health routine that fits. And and I know that it's right for you, but if you don't know if it's right for you, and actually I don't, I don't know you, I don't know if it's right for you or not, but you know what? Let's chat. So if you want to chat about whether or not it's a fit for you, then click the show notes and set up a 10 minute call with me or find me on the socials and send me a DM. And I look forward to chatting with you soon. All right. Bye for now. (music) 